All right, here we go. Welcome to the Football and Freedom Show. I am your host, Longhorn, and this is brought to you by the Revolution Network. If you have not found, liked, shared, loved, just just caressed, slept with, got naked with the Revolution Network, then you need to do it right now. Because when you do, you get all the glory that comes with it, which is the Football and Freedom Show right here. We got the I Mean It Show with Bo Sevis breaking down things that nobody has the balls to talk about and say out loud. He is doing it differently than everybody else. And of course, we have the Bastards of Babylon Show that is coming to you ASAP. They are going to take on topics that not a lot of people want to talk about in this climate, and they're going to do it in their own special way. And of course, we have the flagship, FGH, the football glory hole, where you get all of your football betting needs met in a very unique and special way. So you got to sign up, you got to follow, you got you to gotta find us on Apple on the on the the soundcloud on the 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 youtube all the socials wherever you get your shit find the revolution network and that's where we'll be and that's where you will get the full list of podcasts and shows that we offer so today we're continuing the nfl draft reviews division by division um yesterday i did the nfc east you can go back into the feed and find that today we're going to do the nfc North, the North, the King of the North division, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna break down that and see see who were the winners and who were the losers. And let's start in in uh, Chicago. We'll go alphabetical order again. Seemed to work out real nicely last time. Let me just read this entire list of Chicago Bears draft picks. It was 11, 11 picks in the NFL. There's seven rounds, by the way. They took 11 players, so let me let me burn through this as quickly as possible. Kyler Gordon, first-round pick. I'm sorry, second-round pick. They did not have a first-round pick, and I don't think they do next year either. That's what happens when you trade up for a quarterback. So second round, Kyler Gordon out of Washington, cornerback. Also second round, Jaquan Brisker, Penn State safety. Vellis Jones, wide receiver, Tennessee. Braxton Jones, Jones to Jones, Southern Utah tackle. Dominique Robinson, Miami of Ohio, outside linebacker. Zachary Thomas, San Diego State, offensive tackle. Treston. Treston? Is that a name? We're just making shit up now. Treston Ebner. Treston. Not Tristan. Mm-mm. Treston. That's a running back out of Baylor. Doug Kramer. <laughs> that's got to be a white dude. There's no way that's not a white dude. Doug Kramer, center from Illinois. Jatir. Jatir, Ja Rule, Jatir Carter. Hmm, it's probably not a white guy on that one. Um, he played for Southern. He's a guard. Elijah Hicks, California safety, and Trenton. Wait a minute. Yeah, they got a Treston and a Trenton. Uh, just you know what? I already hated this draft. Now I really hate it, just based on the names. Trenton Gill, North Carolina State punter. Yeah, you, know, you always gotta. Yeah, it's very important that you sneak in that 11th draft pick to get that punter there. So thank you to Chicago for drafting a bunch of um, not good and poorly named players for me to have to read. The overall takeaway for for this draft for Chicago for me is that they did not help their quarterback. They're, they're, you know, Look, we talk about it all the time on FGH the way 
I like to build, or I think that you should build a team is trenches to out. But certainly you want to focus on the offense. Uh, they said, nah, fuck all that. We're going to draft a bunch of defense and uh, try to win a bunch of games, Tim Tebow style, like 13 to 10 and, uh, you know, and, uh, and and do it that way. I just really don't like the direction they did. They didn't help the quarterback at all. I do look for this team to be drafting in the top five to eight next year in the draft. I think this is going to be one of the you know poorer teams this year in the NFL. And it's a shame because, you know, they had a chance. It's not that the draft was bad. They got decent value if you look at, at um, where these players were supposed to be drafted to where they took them. It's not like they did a bad job. They got players where they were supposed to go. Uh, it's just the, the heavy focus on the defensive side of the ball when you have a second-year quarterback who struggled last year, clearly needs help along that offensive line and weapons. He has, he has neither. He doesn't have a good line or weapons. So I'm not sure how this, how this year goes well for Chicago and for Justin Fields. So look for them to, be, to have questions going into next year uh, on the quarterback. And they'll have to make a decision. Do we load up on offense next year, get some weapons, and get some offensive line around him? Or, you know, I think it's too early to pull a plug on a quarterback like that. But those will certainly be questions that that will be asked in the offseason. All right, let's go to the next team. And we're going alphabetical, so we are going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time. If you listen to FGH, the football glory hole, you know that I am one of the biggest Detroit Lion fans. And that gets blown out of proportion uh, by my co-host, Bo Cephas, um, immensely blown out of proportion. I think I'm up to like eight teams that are my favorite team in the NFL. He'll no doubt add a couple more this year that'll be my new favorites and just add it to, I mean, I guess I guess in ten years, literally every team will be my favorite team. Um, but that's just you know whatever. It's good fun. But I actually do really enjoy the team building process. And when teams team build the correct way, it does give me a little bit of a sports boner. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have said the word little in the same sentence as boner. But um, I I just love what they're doing. And I think A plus. This is an A plus draft for Detroit, and not just this. No, there's no bias there. That's, that's that's pretty consensus across the uh, the draft world that they that they nailed this draft. They took. Let me just go down the list. Aiden Hutchinson, number two overall, uh, traded back up into the first round and took Jamison Williamson, wide receiver out of Alabama. Josh Pascal, Kentucky defensive end, outside linebacker. Uh, Kirby Joseph, Illinois safety. James Mitchell, Virginia Tech tight end. Malcolm Rodriguez, Oklahoma State inside linebacker. James Houston, Jackson State outside linebacker. And Chase Lucas, cornerback from Arizona State. <clears throat> I think I think they got possibly two. They went in this draft needing a pass rush and a weapon. Home run, home run. Aiden Hutchinson, Jamison Williams, starter, starter. Let's go. Take off. Didn't expect them to back that up with a player like Josh Pascal, who might take over as that other side defensive end. I know they got some candidates over there. They've, they've got both um, uh, the Notre Dame Okoronro eh, names. <laughs> Again, names. I think they're my kryptonite. I don't. I don't like to. Uh, I don't like to, to try to pronounce the hard ones. But they drafted a couple of fairly high players that will fit in nicely opposite of Hutchinson. But, but 
I think this was just a player they couldn't pass on, and he could end up being a starter for them um, by the end of the year. Now, Kirby Joseph, man, you know, when you watch tape, you kind of fall in love with these players, and, and sometimes you fall in love with a player that's that's in that, you know, second to third to fourth round. I This was a player I just absolutely loved watching on tape. I think he's a day one starter, and they got him in the third round. So another – that's four starters. Let's keep going down the list. Um uh, T- the tight end from Virginia Tech, he's he's obviously not going to start over uh, Haw- Hawkinson, but you know that 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 feels like a uh, a coach knee biter special right there. He's probably like one of the best blocking tight ends in college, and the old knee biting coach said, "Fuck that, you're picking him right here." Um, the other possible sneaky pick that that could make some noise later in this year when he gets his his feet wet is the Malcolm Rodriguez. Um I know I made fun of his name because there's just not a whole lot of Rodriguez's in the um NFL. They're they're usually in the um they're usually whipping up some fantastic uh <laughs> some fantastic tamales and margaritas in the back room, but this Rodriguez is not going to be doing the cooking. No hair no hairnet for this guy. Get a helmet for him because he's going to be cracking pads come this fall. Um, undersized, 5'11", 232 pounds, but flies, you know, is one of the ranging linebacker flies to the ball. So look for him to, and by the way, Detroit has zero linebackers who are any good. So he has certainly has a path to start there for sure. Um, again, just, just, a, <clears throat> just a home run draft for me, A+. Plus. And I will say this here. Now, this what's today's date? May May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Hey, Rodriguez. Ese, ese Cinco de Mayo. You celebrate. Uh, I'm I think within the within five years, one, two, three, four, five, your Detroit, my Detroit Lions will be hoisting the Super Bowl trophy. You heard it here first. No one else is saying that. I don't think it's gonna be with Jared Goff, by the way. However, what they're doing, building this roster, they're going to be a very intriguing and um, uh, enticing roster over the next five years for one of these retread quarterbacks uh, like a Stafford, um, like a Tom Brady. Like you know, th- there'll be there'll be quarterbacks over the next five years who are looking for that next team, and they'll scour the NFL landscape looking for the rosters that are a quarterback away. From winning the Super Bowl, and I'm calling my shot here that Detroit is going to be one. So, awesome job by Detroit. Love what they're doing. I'm glad they didn't fuck up and take uh, Malik Willis at number two and derail this whole process. So, the fun continues with Detroit. Now, let's go to Green Bay. <clears throat> I'll, I'll read the list for Oh, good Lord. How many did they pick? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ha! <laughs> Not to be outdone by Chicago, Green Bay took 12 fucking players. You know what? One, two. There's four seventh rounders. I'm not reading them. I'm 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 putting my foot down. Not you take four players in the seventh round. You don't get read by me. So rounds one through five. Here we go. Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia. Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle out of Georgia. Christian Watson, North Dakota State wide receiver. Sean Ryan, guard. Romeo Dubes, Dobes, however he pronounces it, Nevada, wide receiver. Zach Tom, love that player. Guard out of Wake Forest and Kingsley Inagbar. What is going on 
with these fucking names in the NFL. Whatever. This, this, you know, that's a topic for a different day. We'll, we'll get to that later. No help for the quarterback, at least not in the first round. And that was expected. We were expected to see Green Bay take uh, one of these receivers. Didn't fall right for them. They would have forced it. So, you know, they're a good franchise. They didn't force it. I think they could have got better value in the second round with the receiver they took. We'll get to that in a minute. But overall, I think they killed this draft. I think they fucking killed it. The two guards they took, Sean Ryan from UCLA, who was a a tackle at UCLA. He's going to kick in and play guard in the NFL. And Zach Tom, the Wake Forest guard. Both those players will be starting, you know, within the next two years. Like, they got got two starters in the third and fourth round at guard. Uh, Devontae White, one of my favorite players in the draft. Uh, he was the second defensive tackle taken um, from Georgia, but he'll be the best defensive tackle taken from Georgia. He'll be better than um, Jordan Davis, who went to Philadelphia. Quay Walker, mm, you know, I like the player. He was projected in the second round. He was thought, thought to be like a maybe late first linebacker, but more than likely second round linebacker. Clearly, Green Bay just really like them. They'll do this. They'll, they'll take a player at the end of the first round that has a second, you know, sometimes even high third-round grade and say, fuck it, they'll just take them. Um, we'll see how it works. I mean, Green Bay's got a good track record of developing players, so, I, you know, I don't like the value, but I do like the player. Now, to the one player I got a real problem with that they took, Christian Watson, North, North Dakota State wide receiver. Um, Pickens was on the board. George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. Uh, Sky Moore was on the board, wide receiver out of Western Michigan. There were several receivers on the board who I think are going to be better NFL players than Christian Watson. As a matter of fact, to call my shot, you know, not to be shock jockey or anything, but Romeo Dubes, Nevada wide receiver, who they took in the fourth round, don't be surprised if he ends up being a better NFL pro than Christian Watson, who they took in the second round. Um, but, again, you know, Green Bay's good at this. The, the, uh, and really with the wide receivers, it's going to come down to does who does Aaron like. It's not really – it's not going to be a whole lot about how good they are in a bubble. It's going to be about how well they gel with um, Aaron Rodgers. So, um, you know, again, overall, really like the draft. Really hate that they took – 11 or 12 players so they can they can go straight to sports hell for all of that all right moving on the last team in this division is oh minnesota minnesota all right let's see what they did they took my god (laughs) all right the nfc north you are fired next year i'm not doing this i'm gonna i'm gonna hire an intern to have them go over the nfc north because they like to pick way too many players Run down the list. Lewis Seen, Georgia Safety, Andrew Booth Jr., Clemson cornerback, Ed Ingram, LSU offensive guard, Brian Asamoa, uh, linebacker, Oklahoma, uh, Caleb Evans, Missouri cornerback, Aziz Otomio, uh, Minnesota defensive end, Ty Chandler, North Carolina running back, Verdian Lowe, Illinois offensive tackle, Jalen Naylor, Michigan State wide receiver. Oh, kind of like that pick. Uh, Nick Mew, South Carolina tight end. Okay. Minnesota, uh, as, as far as the draft goes, I, I think they I think they took four starters. So, overall, a good haul. 
not bad value. Actually, really good value with Ed Ingram and and um, Andrew Booth. Those are two players that went above or sorry behind where they could have gone. So they got good value. Um, they're going to get starters. My issue here is not necessarily with the uh, with Minnesota's draft. It's I don't know what what Minnesota's in. I don't know what position are they are they in a rebuild or are they just trying to kind of sustain where they are and to continue to try to push Green Bay for that division. Um, you know, Ed Ingram is going to start for them at guard more than likely. Uh, uh, Brian Asamoa, he'll probably start for them at linebacker. Obviously, Seen and Booth. If they're healthy, Booth has some some red flag injury issues. They'll probably both start. Uh, Ty Chandler, he's going to take over for running back, um, that backup running back spot behind Cook because they're going to lose Madison. So in a bubble, just just with the draft, I think they did it really well. I don't think they maximized. Um, if they're trying to check, if they if they think they could win this division next year. I think they could have done better than this to maximize the one-year window to take on Green Bay and and try to win this division. So who they did draft, it kind of screams to me that they're they're in a rebuild because they they got a lot of foundation pieces here. Um, So, you know, we'll see what happens. But And I I believe uh, my buddy Bo Cephas always talks about uh, Kirk Cousins, and and he's been a topic. I mean, I think he's the richest quarterback in the history of quarterbacks. He's he's probably made about nine hundred ninety million dollars as a starting quarterback, but I do believe he only has one year left on his contract. Um, so I don't know. It, it's just it was confusing. It's a confusing draft. They could have gone for it more for this year, but they didn't. They kind of got some foundation pieces, but. Um, now let's rank it. Let's rank this draft one through four on who I think did the best, and and this goes off of value at the at where they drafted the players, and a little bit of fit and needs. You kind of you have to take into factor fit and need. I mean, people talk about you shouldn't you shouldn't draft for need, but you have to. You just have to. But you know you got to take in value too. So value and needs one through four. I mean, come on. You know it's going to be Detroit with the A plus. They, they're them in Baltimore. Spoiler alert for uh, maybe tomorrow. Like those are my A pluses. Like love what Detroit did. Um, behind that, I think I'd have to go. I'd have to go Green Bay. <laughs> you know they're just they just steady. They're just they're just base hit, basic, base hit, an occasional home run. It just won't be with with the receiver Watson. So you know. It is what it is. You don't get you don't get them all. Number three behind that, I'm gonna go with uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I'll go with Minnesota over Chicago because Chicago. I'm just gonna ding Chicago because I don't. I just you should have helped the receiver or the quarterback. So the fact that you didn't help the quarterback, even though your class was as far as value and 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 whatnot, pretty pretty even par with Minnesota. But I'm gonna ding it down to number four because you didn't help the second year quarterback and you should have. So. That's uh that's the rankings tomorrow. We're gonna do uh, probably the AFC South. No, the NFC South. Let's do that. NFC South tomorrow. So check in for that. If you have not again signed up for the Revolution Network, you need to find us, follow us, like us, love us, share us. 
just make out with us. Do all the just gross and nasty things that you think about when you lay your head down at night on your pillow alone in your bed. Do that with us. We're doing great things. Don't forget to uh, follow the I Mean It show with both Cephas. The Bastards of Babylon is coming soon, and I've heard from a little birdie that they might have a tranny who's agreed to come on and do an interview for that show, so <laughs> great things are coming for the Bastards. And of course, in the fall, FGH will be making its triumphant return to make everybody all the money. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, I will see y'all tomorrow, and it's time to join the revolution, people. If you're coming, come on!